the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Launching Backbone Radio, Matt Dunn here, just back from the hills, back from the high country, did a bit of hiking, did a bit of climbing, pushing a stroller up the mountains. That's kind of fun when you got the one-year-old in the stroller. Little snow this morning up there out Breckenridge Way, Arapahoe Basin Way, and I'm proud to report that Arapahoe Basin... The first ski area to open right here in Colorado. Who's excited about that? Me. (laughs) Blake. That makes two of us. I'll tell you what. um, For whatever reason, this summer I've been looking forward to ski season more than usual. I just cannot wait to get up there. And didn't do it today. Wanted to get back home. Wanted to host Backbone Radio, you know. That's a good excuse to leave the high country on this October 23rd, 2022. So glad that you are on board. 303-696-1971 is the phone number. You're invited. And I thought, you know, I would like to get a sense of maybe what folks are thinking about this, that, and the other, including our current our current candidate for the Republican nomination for the for running as the Republican for the Senate, Joe O'Day. Been a little controversy this week about this, that, and the other with Joe O'Day and seems to have a strong, healthy dislike, disregard for Donald Trump. And I've heard some folks talking about that one, and I'm just kind of curious, how are people doing with it? And I'm going to do my best to kind of stay neutral and stay out of it, you know, I don't want to get in there and put my thumb on the scales too much, but I wanted to present the information and see if anybody has any input. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, do we have a chance to win this seat in Colorado? If there was ever a year in which a Republican should be able to win in the state of Colorado, this, I think, would tend to have to be the year as Joe Biden screws absolutely everything up. Just, oh my gosh, folks, the opposite of the Midas touch. One thing after another, and you're starting to see the Democrats are acting nervous, more nervous, and they're even, they're pulling back on some of the propaganda. I think, you know, if you read between the lines with what the mainstream media is saying right now, they're saying that the Democrats are going to lose the House. That's my take on it, just processing all kinds of information you read. That the Senate, most likely the Democrats are going to lose the Senate. Republicans should be getting that, and I don't know if we'll get Colorado. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk Joe O'Day. Is he helping? Is he leading the best possible campaign? Is he doing the right stuff? Does he have what it takes to win in Colorado, in this blue state, in this current political environment we are in? And um, I've got a lot of mixed feelings about that. But I will say this regarding Joe O'Day, that, um, you know, we had the primary. Joe O'Day came out on top. 
And there's a lot of sentiment that uh, we really need a change and that uh, even a moderate, potentially even rhino Republican would be better than what we have got in there. Um, But is there a risk that, I don't know, say, you know, we have another John McCain show up to the Senate or say we have another Lindsey Graham show up into the Senate. Is that harmful? Harmful to the Republican Party itself? Is it harmful to the future of the Republican Party? That's a question mark. I'm curious to know what people might think about that. Is that is that part of the equation here today? I thought Joe O'Day answered most of the questions with the CNN interview he did. I guess it's a week ago now. Pretty well, pretty well. But I think he's taking a gamble on essentially insulting the Republican base of the party and try to go for the unaffiliated grouping, which is so numerous in Colorado. And I suppose you can see some logic behind that, you know, let's uh, distance himself from Trump and, uh, you know, kick Trump around a little bit. And um, would that make the unaffiliated like Joe O'Day more? Would that bring Democrats over to want to vote for Joe O'Day? Is that an effective tactic? Is that an effective ploy? Or is there a risk that Joe O'Day is alienating his own Republican Party base? And the vast majority of the Republican Party base is MAGA, is America first. And the vast majority of the Republican Party base has no regard for rhinos. No regard for John McCain, Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney types. And it's really a a fairly strong sentiment from the Republican Party base, like very strong, very strong. And to even have to voluntarily enter that turf, I'm having a hard time seeing how that helps, how that helps the cause, how that helps in the effort to turn Colorado into a purple or even a red state. But I'm, I'm going to save some of that. We'll get to that when we come around the corner as I just set up some of the program here. I'll talk about some of why I think the Democrats are exhibiting nervousness. <laughs> they just, they're constantly throwing up their hands at the sheer Joe Biden badness. It's, it's got to be painful for them. And it's, it's just, you know, you, you know, they're suffering the guy that they so wanted in there. They thought was going to be better, but as in, essentially been destroying the United States of America. Under Joe Biden, inflation, 8.3%. 8.3%. Under Trump, 1.4%. Hmm. Under Joe Biden, gas, 3.91 a gallon. Under Donald Trump, 2.31 a gallon. Mortgage rates under Joe Biden, 6.5%. Exactly half that under Trump, 3.25%. Border under Biden, wide open. We'll talk about the wide open border. Under Trump, secure border. Under Biden, crime, very high. Under Trump, crime, rather low. Under Biden, is there war? Yes, there's war. Under Trump, was there war? No, there was not war. There was peace. There was prosperity. Under Biden, your vaccination, forced. Under Trump, your vaccination, voluntary. Does, uh... (laughs) And dementia. Under Biden, yes, we have dementia. Under Trump, no, we had no dementia. He even took the test, if you remember. 
Under Biden, do we have a crackhead son? Yes, we have a crackhead son. Under Trump, did we have a crackhead son? No, we did not have a crackhead son. You start adding these things up, and I just listed off nine separate categories of how the Democrats are ruining, destroying this country. And we so want to turn this around. We want to do everything we can do to turn it around. And we just hope that we have the right people in place who have the right instincts and the right know-how and the right toughness and the right insights as to how to get all of this turned around. Let's talk about the potential for World War III again. The 101st Airborne Division is positioned over there pretty close to Ukraine right now. Oh, my gosh, do you like that? Did Congress vote to authorize war yet? Have you seen that? Is Congress ready to do that? Oh, man, yeah, we got war. We got war. Let's see, if, 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 it's, if it's not Trump, it's going to be war because our corrupt establishment wants war. Our corrupt military-industrial complex wants war. The only person who is outside of that is Trump, as I see it, and the evidence backs that up. Joe Biden talking about if he wants to run again. Yeah, he's, 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 it's his intention to do so as he stammers and stumbles. We'll get a bunch more of these Biden stammering and stumbling clips. Yeah, I've got a bunch of border clips. Carrie Lake in Arizona is setting the world on fire. Man, is that a great America first campaign? She's way up in the polls in Arizona. Blake Masters has now pulled even in Arizona, maybe even getting a little bit ahead, depending on which poll you look at. And again, you got to play with the polls. You got to take with a grain of salt always. And Twitter. Yeah, the feds don't want Elon Musk to buy Twitter. And they're saying, oh, national security matters. Oh, yeah. National security. It's always the last resort of the deep state when it starts getting a little bit dicey for them. Say, well, national security, we can't let Elon have a have Twitter. Why is that? Well, national security, you see, and it's it's actually called deep state security. We'll talk about that as the program goes on. Hey, it's Matt Dunn. It's Backbone Radio. Begin the begin, sings R.E.M., and that's what we're doing here at Backbone Radio, 303-696-1971. I want to talk a bit about Joe O'Day, the Republican candidate running for the Senate here against Bennett the Democrat, the do-nothing Democrat, the far-left Democrat. And is Joe O'Day, does he have what it takes? Have you been persuaded that he's doing a good job as your candidate for the Colorado Senate during a time when America is dying, Colorado is dying, America is being destroyed systematically by the establishment, by the left, by the Democrats, by the rhinos? And Joe O'Day walks right out there onto CNN and antagonizes Donald Trump, who happens to be the most popular politician in the United States of America. Did a segment on that last week, the Harvard-Harris poll. Very clear, Donald Trump, the most popular politician in the United States of America, might be running again in 2024. But Joe O'Day antagonized Donald Trump. I'm off the phones here in a second, by the way. But... I'll play the audio of what sort of set this off. and But Donald Trump did respond to what he thought was a ah, provocation from Joe O'Day, mentioning Trump by name in a negative light. And so Donald Trump says this, quote, There's this rhino character in the great state of Colorado, Joe O'Day, that is running against the incumbent Democrat for the United States Senate, 
who is having a good old time saying that he wants to distance himself from President Trump and other slightly nasty things. He should look at the economy, inflation, energy independence, defeating ISIS, the strongest ever border, great trade deals, and much more before he speaks. MAGA does not vote for stupid people with big mouths. Good luck, Joe. End quote. So, there we go. We have to deal with this, don't we? We have to deal with this. We have to discuss it. And I'll get to the quotes, what the audio was from CNN. We'll play that in a minute. But um, So, this lands just right into the middle of all this, doesn't it? Do you think it's smart? Do you think it's wise? Do you think... It was an amateur move by Joe O'Day. Do you think it's a rational move? Do you think it makes sense for Joe O'Day to go out there and antagonize Trump, distance himself from Trump? Do you think? And I'll do more. I've got my thoughts on this. And let's uh, let's say first hello to Rick in Aurora. Rick, welcome, my good man. Been wondering uh, what somebody like Rick might be thinking about all this. Do you do you have any opinions or uh, or not at all? I'm oh, okay. I, I can dive right in. Uh, Trump, of course, hit, hit this guy in the nose. He's stupid. Doesn't he read the Rhino campaign handbook? If O'Day were to accidentally win, then you come around and screw the base. Interesting. You don't tell the base early you're going to screw them over. Yeah, you don't tell them in advance. Yeah, just therefore, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's, it's stupid on so many levels. Uh, it's... It disgusts me. All the excitement throughout the country is with MAGA candidates. It's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Am I stupid? I mean, uh, no. You that, that that is the Republican Party base. That is the heart of it. That is essentially all of it. As Megyn Kelly said last week, and I played that that she thinks that the Republican base is essentially MAGA, America First, pro-Trump base. Period. And here's where the rhinos and the Wadhams, where they really missed the point. And Rush had always said that why do we why are we on the defense? Go to our policies, and we appeal to the independents that they come to our side. Mm-hmm. It's getting tough, isn't it, in Colorado, Rick? Um, you so want to see this state turn red. You so want to see the Republican win, but then you see maneuvers like this, and it just. You, 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 it's hard to see how this is helping Joe O'Day yeah. at all. On any level. Where, where does it help? These independents and it, it, the abortion issue, there's certain people. Of course, they're setting cement as Democrats. We know that. you got to get a few percent of patriotic Americans that see the destruction of their country every day right before their eyes. Yeah. It's not like a normal political moment. It's a, it's a revolutionary political moment. It's an existential political moment. And uh, somehow, I don't know, the GOP establishment is not quite figuring this out, in my opinion. Or and is I it think, on purpose? Uh, or is it on purpose? Uh, maybe it is, but... Um, they, they're not that stupid. So when are, it, they, are they that isolated in Washington, D.C., Matt, that not know what... MAGA is, this is what gets people going. Well, absolutely. That's where the energy is and the inspiration is. That's where the ideas are. 
That's where these successes have been. And guess what? That is where the moderate positions are. The MAGA Republicans are the moderates. And it's like the warmongers, like the people like, uh, you know, uh, uh, and I'm getting a static set in my ear here. I have to move my headset. But the, uh, the Mitch McConnells of the world and the Tim Scotts of the world, the Lindsey Grahams of the world, the ghost of, of McCain. I mean, oh. how much money can they, like, spend on the next World War III in, in Ukraine? That's an extremist position, Rick, I would say. No, I, I'm glad you put the narrative out that we are actually the moderates. I think that's an excellent analogy. And I just wonder if there's a, the rhino types, the establishment types are sitting around. They're, they're marinating in the mainstream media. That's what they do all day. They focus on media, media, media. They may not have that much attachment or connection to actual Republican voters, to actual human beings, but yet maybe their mind is, you know, so, so uh, constantly bombarded with the propaganda that they think that this is the kind of the right move. Maybe they actually do think that. Um, that that's I don't know. If they think that. Do, do you wonder, what, do you have a, a sense on that, Rick? I, I, the control of the party is more important than the country, not even close. Right. The control of the yeah. party, which is why Mitch McConnell is spending all that money up in Alaska Right. Uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, uh, a MAGA-type candidate does not win up there. And that's why he's stiffing masters in Arizona, because he doesn't want right. an America First candidate in the Senate from Arizona. Control of the party, yeah. That's, that's why I never contribute to the Republican uh, Senator cause, because that's down the drain for the it's people. One thing want. I'm thinking, yeah, is, um, okay, so we're in a blue state. And the establishment Republicans think that they know what they're doing. They think they know how to win. So maybe uh, someone like me should step back and say, okay, let's see how an establishment Republican runs a campaign. Let's see the establishment Republicans show us how to do it right. Let's see them do it well. Let's see them bring home a victory. Yeah, And uh, maybe we uh, don't want to get in their way. But uh, what what happened? Because you know that if it was an America First candidate running for the Colorado Senate – that uh, they would be, they would be on him. Say, oh, you're doing such a terrible job. Right. Oh, oh, you know. And, and if the America First candidate lost, they would say, "Well, it's all Trump's fault. Well, it's all it's all the fault of uh, you know having all the wrong opinions and out of step with the club." But but what what if they go down in the flames here? Um, who's to blame then? Well, their track record in Colorado hasn't been good since Bill Owens. Let's face that. Hmm. Uh, that is a fact, Rick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's inarguable. This, to me, is not the test. I've seen it for the last 20 years. Yep, and it, it goes back to about 04, 06 is when it started happening. It's basically the Anschutz, moderate, rhino, Republican Party of Colorado, if you really dig deep. Right. He, he controls much. He really does. Do you think a Democrat or an unaffiliated voter would like Tim Scott or Mitch McConnell, or Nikki Haley more than Donald Trump? Do you think that there's more pull from those rhino types? Oh, God, oh, yeah. yeah. Put all four of them and uh, go to Red Rocks. They might draw 50 people, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't put you on the spot and ask you where you're going to vote, Rick, but uh, we'll be talking about that is maybe next week and the week after. But Trump's rally was really uh, excellent last night. Did you catch it? I did, and I've got some clips, and there's some really choice ones we, we would like to review a bit this evening. First time I ever heard him call the rhinos unpatriotic. Yeah. Did you catch that? It seems like uh, other borders, not our own. 
Yeah, listen to a little G-Love and Special Sauce bringing us in on this opening ski season day in the state of Colorado. And Blake, you said you've seen them in person, in concert? Yeah. Jeez. I did not know you were that cool. Didn't even know you were cool at all, but now it's like you definitely are. But these are surfer dudes, and they play surfer music. And Colorado, we surf on the white stuff here. Played this song at my wedding some years ago. Anyway, we're getting in the groove here. and But yes, we have to talk about Joe O'Day, Republican candidate for Senate. And you just have to say that uh, he is uh, running a very uh, establishment-minded, establishment-oriented campaign for the Senate. I'll play the audio here. The phones are really uh, getting going on all of this, so hang on. I'll just set up the info here. When I read Joe O'Day's Twitter feed, when I listen to his public statements and so forth, you know, it's all, you know, it's all plausible. It's very, you know, very sort of inoffensive, gentle Republicanism. There's a, you might say it's like boilerplate information. You say there's nothing to latch on to. There's nothing much to get excited about. There's nothing much to get motivated about, you know, if you're concerned about the fate of the state fate of the nation, but, you know, it's plausible information. So this is how the establishment Republican Party runs a campaign. And I, my goal is to kind of step out of the way a little bit, not get too, uh, you know, involved in it and not be too critical and say, okay, you establishments, you, you, you always say that you know what to do, you know how to do it, you know how to do it best, and you don't want, you know, the, the MAGA types running campaigns, you say, they don't know how to do it, but you know how to do it. Let's see if you know how to do it. Let's see if you're going to be doing it right. And here is the question with Joe O'Day. Is this doing it right? Goes on CNN and seems a bit like an unforced error to me, I have to say. But let's just hear it. Let's get it out there. Let me turn to an issue that you, uh, I know you've talked about. Dana Bash. January 6th. This past week, the January 6th committee held its final hearing before the midterm elections. You have said Donald Trump could have done a lot more to stop January 6th, the insurrection, the violent attack on the Capitol from happening. Do you think what happened on January 6th should disqualify him from being president again? Look, I believe that the uh, January 6th was a black eye on the country. I've been very vocal that I thought he should have done more to uh, keep the violence from heading towards the, the Capitol. Uh, anybody that uh, was violent at the Capitol or, or tore something apart, they should be held accountable. We've got processes in place that hold people accountable, and, and we need to move the country forward. So it, I don't but it's think moving. Donald Trump should run again. I'm going to actively campaign against Donald Trump uh, and make sure that we've got four or five really great Republicans right now, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, they can run and serve for eight years. I'm going to do my job as a U.S. senator to make sure that they have good campaigns in the primary here so we have a good selection of candidates for 2024. Okay, so that's Joe O'Day on CNN, and that's a week ago now. Goes on CNN where the Vipers, they want they know exactly how to insert the question that will be most trouble for a Republican candidate running for office. They do this time and time again. You need to have the kind of candidates that exactly know how to handle these scenarios and handle the vipers in the media. Do we have that? 
with Joe O'Day. I ask you that question. He says he's going to actively campaign against Donald Trump if he runs again. He says Donald Trump should not run again. And he says that he, he his, we have other Republican candidates who are better. DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. Hmm. So, um, again, Donald Trump responded. And I just read that response a second ago. But here is the key point. That, uh, yeah, this uh, rhino character from Colorado, Joe O'Day, um, wants to distance himself from Trump and he says other slightly nasty things. And um, he says this, does Trump MAGA doesn't vote for stupid people with big mouths? Good luck, Joe. All right. So uh, it's hard to see how this helps. Hard to see how this helps when, again, Donald Trump, the most popular politician in America by far. Look at the folks that are underwater, like Biden, Kamala Harris, way underwater. The most underwater, oh, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, 22 points underwater. That's a Harvard-Harris poll, yeah? Who has the big crowds? Who has the vast majority of the Republican Party base? That's Donald Trump. All the poll data says if Trump runs, he wins the primary. It's not even a race. Megyn Kelly says that basically the Republican Party voter is a MAGA voter. And so the brainstorm here from the establishment Republicans is to antagonize the Republican base, the Republican voter, at a time when the Republican voter really does not like rhinos, really does not go for that at all, does not like the McCain, the Lindsey Graham, the Mitt Romney, the go down that list, Nikki Haley. Those people don't even register in the polls. Nikki Haley could hold a rally and like nobody would show up. Tim Scott, same thing, could hold a rally. DeSantis, a little bit more traction, talked about that last week, but he has no chance going against Trump in a primary, period. Megyn Kelly, very definitive on that, I thought. I've got more to say, but let's, let's start hearing from individuals. Teresa in Idaho Springs, thank you for checking in. you have any thoughts on this little scenario here with Joe O'Day? Oh, yeah, I sure do. Um, I was actually considering voting for him. But when he came out against Donald Trump, it was like, you just lost my vote, you idiot. And Donald Trump's right. The man's stupid. And I would like to ask somebody like O'Day, exactly what is it that Donald Trump did that was so terrible in those four years with one hand tied behind his back with all those investigations? He did an excellent job as president under that kind of pressure. Peace and prosperity under Trump. The greatest glowing golden economy. And by the way, that CNN question to talk about January 6th, January 6th, the Harvard Harris poll says that 7% of the voting population thinks of January 6th as a very significant and important issue. 7%. It doesn't even register. Nobody's paying attention to the stupid propaganda January 6th commission led by Adam Schiff and Liz Cheney. This is like an obsession of the establishment. It's an obsession of uh, the ruling class, an obsession of people that sit around reading news all day long. They don't under- can't get through the propaganda filter. Sorry, well, Teresa. Well, no, you're you're absolutely right. But I would. Why doesn't somebody like Joe O'Day talk about the people who have been sitting in jail, and some of them don't even know what they're charged with yet? I mean, why does yeah. he talk about something like that? These people have no due process whatsoever. And if if the fate of Colorado and our country depends on somebody like Joe O'Day, well, and I'm just going to have to throw up my hands because then we're really lost. There is no way on earth I would vote for him now. 
So you just you just can't do it. Is would you say it's too much of a risk of uh, no, having I, another McCain in there, having another Lindsey Graham in there? Those people in in some oh, ways I are think, worse than having a Democrat in there. Would you almost say? Well, I, I you know I, I don't think anything's worse than a Democrat, but <laughs> um, I know where they, this 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 always ends up the same way. We don't need any more of these rhinos. We don't need any more of these weak kneed lily livered. I uh, just go along. You know, in, in some ways, though, he did me a favor because now I know I should never vote for him. Because um, by saying this out front, it, it, I guess it's better than finding it out after I voted for him. Well, do you think so that, you know, say you're a day. normal Colorado voter and you think, oh, Joe O'Day does not like Trump, actively despises Donald Trump. But yet he he likes DeSantis, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. I, you know. How many Democrats or unaffiliated voters are going to say, oh, that's good? I would, because I like Nikki Haley so much. I like Nikki Haley so much that I'm going to leave being an unaffiliated or a Democrat to vote for O'Day. Is there any evidence or logic that that is a successful maneuver? It's an absolute failure. And first of all, I think probably maybe one in 10 people, uh, Democrats, would even know who Nikki Haley is. I mean, yeah. she's just, I mean, <laughs> she's more, she's about as interesting as watching the wallpaper peel off the wall. Yeah. And she's, just, uh, she's just a nothing muffin. But, um, and by but, the way, on the DeSantis uh, front this week, uh, Jeb Bush, the great Jeb Bush endorsed Ron DeSantis okay. um, for 2024. And Nobody likes Jeb Bush. Please clap. Nobody likes Jeb Bush. Oh, my gosh, folks. Um, well, if that's the best Ron DeSantis can do, then he's, he's already in trouble. But, I, 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 you know, I hear he's taking all that corporate money. It makes me worried about him anyway. That's true you know, with DeSantis. DeSantis. The corporate money's yeah. flowing in. And the uh, I, I don't think he's yeah. soliciting the endorsements of people like David Frum or Jeb Bush or other rhino types that want to see DeSantis do well. But that might tell you who's controlling the guy, who's going to influence the guy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe yeah, O'Day walks in to, to to antagonize, to, to kick the bear. The most popular political figure oh, in America. It's just I just I question sometimes the uh, the intelligence quotient here of of, of this. Well, Teresa, you thank you, thank you. All the best. Why not bring a little Smiths in? Good old Morrissey. Yeah, he's got kind of a Kind of a whiny voice and all that, you know. But every so often, you got to have a little weak spot, a soft spot for some Morrissey action. And that song, when they bring in the accordion, like right there, that song is, you got to admit, it's pretty cool. Be not shy. Ask ask me. 303-696-1971. And we're talking it through on Joe O'Day. And like down in Arizona, Kerry Lake, Ben Masters, I mean, they're giving voters like, Really strong, motivating reasons to go out there and vote if you care about border security. You know, if you care about trade, if you don't want war in Ukraine, World War Three, strong reasons to get out there and vote. But, you know, we've got an establishment-run situation here in Colorado. A lot of boilerplate information, a lot of generic talk about uh, crime and things like that, which is all true and all valid. And I thought Joe O'Day did pretty well with some of the other questions, maybe I'll play some of those about inflation and uh, about uh, the red flag laws. I did pretty well on that. But then, in my opinion, needlessly goes out there and says he's going to actively campaign against Donald Trump. And I just, again, 
in what world does that help? Does it help in Colorado, Blue State, Colorado? Does it help? I am not persuaded that it does. And that's, uh, in fact, I think it actively hurts in Colorado. And I'll go into that maybe more in the next hour as to why. But let's keep chatting and check in if you have thoughts on this. Uh, O'Day, to O'Day or not to O'Day. Uh, Brad in Lakewood, thank you for being here, sir. And what's on your mind on this little topic? Well, I think Joe Day said a very foolish thing, and I think he has very poor advisors, but I'm, I'm still going to vote for him because we need his art to control the majority and the committees without a a majority we can't control the committees and i think we're going to pick up the senate by one or two votes but i'm not really sure and people on our side of the aisle fail to realize the importance of majority if we had one less republican in the senate even if it was a rhino like collins murkowski or romney the democrats would have got 100 percent of whatever they want and uh i've read joe o'day's positions i get as a i got a pamphlet here on every one of the issues he seems to say support the right things i i don't think he's a rhino i just think he wasn't thinking, and when he made that Nikki Haley comment, uh, he kind of lost me, but I'm uh, still going to vote for him because uh, we, we, we need a majority, and uh, even if a Joe O'Day wants to uh, codify abortion, if, if we pick up the Senate, it won't matter what Joe O'Day thinks because even somebody's useless as Mitch McConnell would not bring it up for a vote. So could I make a case that if a Christian or somebody sits out the election on the basis of Joe Day supports abortion, would they be causing more abortions? Because if we lose control of the Senate, they'll codify abortion, and then we'll have abortion in all 50 states. So I think on this one, we just have to bite the bullet and vote for Joe. Yep, bite the bullet, hold your nose, still vote for Joe. And some people will be thinking that, some people will not. And uh, for me, I'm going to still be kind of working through my thoughts, you know, before I... uh, I come down on anything, but uh, yeah, Supreme Court justices, that was one thing that Cory Gardner was good at, was uh, voting for Trump's justices, okay, but uh, not a whole lot else. Um, But so you're still going to do it. You're still going to go in there and vote for O'Day. Um, I already have. I've already filled up my You've already done it. You've already done it. Okay, fair enough. Now, Pam Anderson, I might have to sit that one out because Joe O'Day just said some foolish things without thinking. Pam Anderson act, actively collaborated with the enemy, Zuckerberg, CTCL. She says she didn't see anything funny down in Georgia when she went down to, to review the election results. Well, she didn't look very hard because John Frederick was talking about they found 200,000 uh, ballots in Fulton County with their own chain of custody. Dr. Shiva Adari found 200,000 uh, ballots with mismatched signatures in Arizona. So uh, Pam Anderson... Uh, I might just have to sit that one out because... uh, That's the one you might sit out. Um, You know, on the Joe O'Day front, wouldn't you appreciate just a a tad more finesse, a little more finesse? Meaning, do do you think you antagonize Trump deliberately the way he did, thinking that's going to help you? Or do you think that that's just sort of being a political amateur and... um, and maybe not understanding the Republican Party? or Does it come from ignorance, or does it come from strategy? What do you I, think, I think on that? I think it comes from ignorance. He said a very foolish thing, uh, and he, he might have poor advisors, so he, he, he's, Joe is definitely his own worst enemy. What Joe should have said was, it's 2022, let's worry about Trump in 2024. 
let me see who the candidates are before I make a decision. And how hard would that have been to say, Brad? Would that have been like really hard to do? <laughs> no, no, it would. It would have been. It wouldn't have been hard at all. That's that's what I said. Joe Joe's his own worst enemy. And uh, now uh, so there's some other good news around the country. They're saying in Minnesota, Jensen leads Waltz by Waltz by point five. Saw that. Mm-hmm. And I'm originally from Minnesota. It's not as uh, red as people think it is. It's just Hennepin County and uh, Ramsey County. Outnumber the rest of the state. They say Zeldin's ahead in New York by one. And uh, that is amazing to have so Zeldin, the Republican, ahead in New York by one point against Kathy Hochul. That's really, really freaking the Democrats out. Whether if you know, again, a longtime propaganda watcher, I think that they're kind of down in the dumps. Are the Democrats right now? They really are. Well, I agree. And Laxalt's ahead in uh, Nevada, and uh, Doctor Oz is doing much, much better in Pennsylvania. Yep. So I. Uh, Blake Masters is pulling even or maybe a little ahead in Arizona for the Senate race. Kerry Lake has got a big lead in Arizona. You're seeing, I mean, it, it looks, you, you can make a very clear case the red wave is building. The well, red wave it. is building. You, and you, um, you would just think if we had the right candidates here in Colorado, we could have that happen. And I'm pro Heidi. I, I think Heidi's doing a great job. It's this O'Day that makes it uh, uncomfortable for me. And um, but but uh, I don't know, Brad. Uh, <laughs> maybe the red wave could be so big that even uh, you know a candidate who makes a lot of obvious unforced errors and missteps could be hauled across the finish line. But I don't know. Do you do you do you think Polis is secure, Brad? You follow this stuff very closely. Well, so much crime, so much fentanyl, so much negative, bad decay, decline in Colorado. Is is he Teflon about all that, or, or is he vulnerable? Well, the problem is on the Democratic side of the aisle, they seem to uh, stick stick together, and uh, they find one candidate. We got Danielle running; she has no chance of winning. We have a Libertarian running; they have no chance of winning. And, and like I've told you before, the Democrats will vote for a candidate even if they don't like a candidate, because to them it's about advancing the agenda. The Republicans will vote for a candidate even if they know he's going to lose, just to prove a point. And like you said in Arizona, whether it's Kerry Lake, Fincham, or Abe Hamady. There's a clear alternative, and I, I think the major problem in Colorado is uh, we have the open primary, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think KBB is the right person to be running the party. We need somebody like Neil Mathai or Casper or somebody like like that to mm-hmm. be leader of the party. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's one thing is that Colorado has always the Republican Party in Colorado has always been institutionally opposed to Donald Trump, or at least arm's length with Donald Trump, and that was from 2016 and then all the way through. And so we do not have the infrastructure here to be America first in Colorado, where the way they might even have it in like in Arizona or even, uh, you know, some other states where um, some blue states have a lot better America first infrastructure than we have, but we've we've kind of in some ways been cursed with not having that. Um, to me, if we could educate people about the benefits of America first and constantly bang the gong on that, that that might get us somewhere, but that's not the Colorado GOP way, apparently. Would you agree with that, Brad? Yeah, because we keep listening to people like Dick Wadhams. I don't think that helps matters either. Mm, yeah. I mean, he he did good getting people elected to the Senate like Allard and uh, John Thune, but that doesn't mean he's uh, capable of run, giving advice on Colorado. Well, it's it's a different era in a lot of ways. But, Brad, thank you. All the best. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.